Live from the SoCap Comedy Theater in beautiful downtown Toronto, it's End the Scotch Eggs Comedy Game Showdown. Please welcome Dan Donnelly. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to End Scotch Eggs Comedy Game Showdown. You may notice we have a new name, but it is the same show with the same refreshing scotch egg flavor. So we do a British panel show type show here tonight. I don't know if you guys are familiar, Mock the Week, QI, those kinds of shows. Uh, we do a mix of quiz questions, improv games, debates, all on tonight's theme of television. All right, the, uh, the signs are working. So I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, Futurama is coming back after a long and public controversy over the fact that they were trying to recast the uh, iconic voice actor John DiMaggio as Bender, but they did bring him on, so now we only have to worry about it being bad for the regular reasons a show is bad when it comes back. And that got me thinking about zombie television. No, not this kind of zombie television, but this kind of zombie television. Shows that are off the air for years and then come back to the initial thrill and ultimate bitter disappointment of both the fans and the networks. Why do we do this to ourselves? Obviously, even the most iconic shows, if they're left to run long enough, eventually become desiccated husks of their former selves. And I think we all know that all of the best-loved shows were cut down in their prime <laughs> until their creators eventually brought them back and ruined their legacy, or ruined their own legacy. <laughs> and it's just disappointing for the fans when a show comes back and then gets canceled after one season because uh, of low ratings or other reasons. <laughs> and I think, I think we can all agree that lightning in the bottle really can't be recaptured, right? You can't let a show sit for two years and then hope to bring it back and have it be anything but a shadow of its former self. <laughs> oh. All right, are you guys ready to get the show started? Oh, sorry. First a word from our sponsor. I know how to do this. Reality TV. Do you find that you lack the energy and or intellect to follow the complex plots of today's sophisticated prestige television? Then reality TV might be for you, were you secretly relieved when the Learning Channel stopped asking so much of you? And when Bravo stopped showing operas? Then reality television is the choice for you. It's an excellent source of politicians, and it's union-free, perfect if you're looking to tighten someone else's belt. Reality television. You should watch reality television. All right, now are you guys ready to get the show started for real? All right, let's bring up your first team, the Golden Girls. Melanie Dolling, Rachel Manson, and James O'Hara. And up against the Golden Girls, their mortal enemies, the Mad Men. Please welcome George Rivard, Sam Norton, and Mark Howard. All right, so we're gonna get started with a pop quiz. All right. First question, the category is Couch Potatoes, and that is the only St. Patrick's reference you will be getting for the entire show. <laughs> On average, Americans spend 250 billion hours watching television each year. 
What are they doing the rest of the time? Melanie. Tending to their bed sores. Ouch. <laughs> 25 points. Mark. Watching commercials? <laughs> that would be the thing you do when you're not watching television. Be- <laughs> before they in- invented, uh, you know, streaming. Yes, Sam. <laughs> watching porn. That would be the other commercial-free option. <laughs> Anyone else? Commercial-free. Sam again. Watching amateur porn. <laughs> Excellent. (laughs) 69 points. Anyone else? (laughs) All right. Uh, The real answer is that they are trying to pay down their medical debt, uh, but also they're living... (laughs) That is so sad. Oh, my God. It's a joke, but it's true. Uh, No, they are are living their real lives doing whatever they do. Moving on to the next question. Ah, let's just stew in the sadness. Let's take a moment of silence. (laughs) What sadness? We have healthcare. The category is binging the purge. Binge watching television shows has been linked to physical inactivity, sleep disturbances, and what? James. Feeling inadequate about your high school experience. <laughs> you did not go to Riverdale High? No. <laughs> I, went, I went to school in Ajax, Ontario. Oh, so it was more like euphoria. <laughs> Just you weren't on the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was a crew member. <laughs> Who rang in? I missed it. Mark. Uh, doing what? Uh, reaching the very satisfying conclusion of the show Lost. Anybody? <laughs> it was fine. They weren't dead the whole time talking about the show. That was spoilers. I still haven't seen it. And, you know, now I really want to. Don't worry. No matter what anyone says, you still no, won't be spoiled. Nothing could possibly spoil that show. Yes. Rachel. Uh, binge reading disgustingly sexual fan fiction of the exact same television shows. That is yeah. true. Yeah. It turns out the worst thing Walter White ever did was Jesse. Best thing. Yeah. Best thing. You it's can't both the do worst better and than the best. Jesse Pinkman. Like, there's the student teacher thing. It's not okay, guys. Oh, All I right. forgot about the actual. Oh, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot about the moral implications of a show about a guy that cooks math. <laughs> <laughs> they do spend a lot of time in their underwear together. We'll just say that. Uh, Sam. Watching the credits to porn. <laughs> Are there credits? I've never seen the second half of a porn. <laughs> Wait, you, you jerk off during the peeling of the clothes? Do they get the TV? Yeah, I just, do, they get, do, you, do you think, do you jerk off to someone getting a pizza? Sorry, I just like, sorry. I just like the kissing part. Do you not start jerking off until they start having sex? Do you put porn on soft? <laughs> I don't know what jerking off is. <laughs> is it eating pizza? <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so the real answer is uh, social isolation. Social isolation. Also a result of watching a lot of porn, <laughs> apparently. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is family matters. On the HBO drama Succession, uh, it tells the story of a wealthy family who lost everything and the one son who... No, wait, sorry, wrong show. The HBO (laughs) drama Succession tells the exact same story, but it's somehow less funny. Uh, Four very wealthy siblings as they compete to inhabit... The HBO drama Succession... You can just read read it, Aiden. I am reading it. That's the problem. It's like right here. Yeah. 
The HBO drama Succession tells the story of four very wealthy siblings as they compete to inherit their father's company and just maybe his love. What does this company, Waystar Royco, actually do? George. Sell propane and propane accessories. <laughs> Ten points. Ooh, um, they tweet hashtag International Woman's Day without fixing their pay gap. So they are every company listed on the stock exchange. It's relevant. It is relevant. Uh, Mark? They make all those Acme products from the Wiley Coyote cartoons. <laughs> I wonder what the profit margin is on that stuff. And where does Wiley Coyote get the money for all of that? Like, he's a coyote. Maybe it's a bartering system. Yeah. <laughs> what does he give them? Sex. Clearly not Roadrunners. It's sex. It's yeah. sex for sure. Sex. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? George? They don't make Christianity better. They make rock music worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sam. Can you read the question again? <laughs> I am pretty sure I cannot. I am pretty sure I cannot. And now I can't edit that out. All right. <laughs> we did it! So aggressive. Thank you. Just like the real it's all the then. it's all the booze, yeah. All right. Uh, so the real answer is uh, that they are a media conglomerate, which is very sexy. All right. Moving on to the next question. The category is academia nuts. In the series finale of The Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper and Amy Farrah Fowler received the Nobel Prize for discovering what? This Sam. Thank you. The show's <laughs> first punchline. <laughs> the power of science. I have Melanie. one. <laughs> They discover how to make a terrible television show into an even worse spin-off television show. You don't like young Sheldon? <laughs> but he's younger. He is younger. It's That's actually, it's a great show if you just ignore the fact that it takes place in the same universe and you pretend that this child is also named... Sheldon? I refuse to believe that. Yeah, I, I refuse no. to I believe stopped, that that's a good show. I stopped listening when you were like, Young Sheldon is a great show. I was no. like, I <laughs> it's, it's got Annie Potts in it, and anything with Annie Potts in it has to be good. This is uh, all white noise to me. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyone else? Uh, how to make every real comedian bitter about success. <laughs> <laughs> yes, George. The clitoris. The clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me neither one of them knows where to find the clitoris. <laughs> Sam? What is the clitoris? <laughs> this is not Jeopardy. Or are you genuinely Sorry. asking? Who knows where the clitoris is? <laughs> Nobody in this room. Keep I don't. trying. At least in this half of the room. You guys in the audience, I'm sure you know where the clitoris is. I'm... Bad bit. Speaking of people who definitely did not know where the clitoris was. All right. It's uh, a myth. It's at the bottom of a bottle. Yeah. I don't know. I had to make it sad before we transitioned. All right. So the real answer is they discovered that uh, the real prize was all the friends they made along the way. And a million dollars an episode. God, what a terrible For the show. actors, yeah. Okay. Uh, the actual... <laughs> the actual thing they were supposed to have found is super asymmetry, which is a fake scientific theory, so like, you know, the earth being round, so we don't have to worry about <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. Alright, moving on to the next question. The category is believe in yourself. 
In the PBS cartoon Arthur, the title character famously said that having fun isn't hard when you have what? Rachel. A beautiful, wholesome, gay rat wedding. Yes! A callback to a show you weren't even on. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, they did have a gay rat wedding. Very they progressive. Did. It was but, extremely yes. progressive. But Arthur does have straight aardvark privilege. That is true. And I'd like us yeah. all to be aware of that. Yes. <laughs> I think we are all painfully aware of that right now. Uh, uh? Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure the line is, having fun isn't hard when you have a bunch of Swiss chard. That is, is that true. It? Is that it? I'm pretty sure that's it. This was my grandfather's wow. soup philosophy. Uh, and we love a cartoon with a message, so that's good. 25 points. Sam. Having fun isn't hard when you have condoms. Because your dick doesn't get hard. That's the fun. I need 15 more minutes to explain why this is funny. You've got 30 seconds, go. No, just kidding. I'm going to shut you up right now. This is the shut the fuck up horn. All right. (laughs) It is the shut the fuck up horn. The the real answer is cocaine. I'm sorry, I was thinking of Dudley Moore's 1981 film, Arthur. Uh, The correct answer is a library card, which is a lot like cocaine. Or at least it's useful when you have cocaine. <laughs> if All right. a single person ever gets that Dudley Moore joke, I'll give you $100. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. You Excellent. Hired. Yeah, that's, a, that's someone you hired. That's a plant. You could have pretended that was an audience member and not the cameraman. All right. No, we're me. All right. Yeah. I have a library card. Congratulations. Is that who, your first? No, I'm asking who has cocaine, but not like on a podcast. <laughs> Thought I could say, yes. I have a library card. Oh. Oh. Anyways, cool. it's about the yeah. condom that makes it not fun. <laughs> awesome. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is the beast at Tanagra. In the Star Trek The Next Generation episode, Darmok, why does Captain Picard find it difficult to communicate effectively with the Temerian captain, Dathan? James. Uh, Picard has that problem with everyone. He's working on it in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) 15 points. No, James, it's because he's a fucking nerd. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Mark? Uh, He keeps getting kicked in the nuts for being a fucking nerd. I'm (laughs) telling you. I just just want to say. I just want to say. Because he's too busy watching porn. (laughs) (laughs) Would a nerd, would a nerd have a dream in which he spends 40 years learning to play the flute while married to an alien woman who has been dead for a thousand years? I think not. Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right. Only a nerd dreams of marriage. Uh, Because uh, Patrick Stewart is not as good a captain as uh, Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. That is a that is a controversial. That is a spicy take. Oh, I I just know he's a fucking nerd. (laughs) All right. Sam knows where the clitoris is. (laughs) Fifty points off, nerds all around. All right. Anyone else? Okay. So the real answer is that uh, the uh, Temerians speak only in references to myth and metaphor. So it was impossible for the universal translator to understand their language. All right. What a dumb fucking. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the classic episodes. It is one of the classic episodes. All right. Stupid. The next question, the category is 104 days of summer. 
In their eponymous animated series, stepbrothers Phineas and Ferb spend their 104 days of summer vacation creating wild inventions. What do they create on the last day? <laughs> They'll fight! Sam, you win. Cool. Uh, can you read that again? <laughs> no, on, uh, on the 104th day, if I remember anything from being a child, on the 104th day, I think it said that Phineas and Ferb made the wild animals of the earth, the birds of the sky, and all of the critters on the ground. <laughs> then they made man to master of that domain and be masters of all and to be fruitful and go forth and uh, multiply. And it was good. <laughs> that was great. 2,000 points. Yeah. Well, that's way too many. <laughs> Can you add 20 for Jesus' birthday? Uh, it's 22 now. I yeah, know we've missed out on that. Oh, last. fuck yeah! <laughs> what year are you in, man? Uh, I forgot there was a pandemic. It was actually what I was trying to do, but I got stuck in Y2K. It was a whole thing. All right. Anyone else? <laughs> George. A stepsister for a live-action porn series that they're going to pitch to Pornhub. <laughs> I didn't know they were step siblings. They, uh, they call that a backdoor pilot, actually. Oh. We call that the Yukon Hello. <laughs> Help, Phineas, I'm stuck in the dryer. <laughs> I don't know if you have seen Ferb's voice actor, Thomas Sangster. Uh, also the weird cowboy guy in the Queen's uh, Gambit. Yeah, but uh, I would get behind that project in a second. Sorry. Thomas? What's his name for important uh, research purposes? <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Sangster. Thomas Brody yeah, Sangster. Yeah, give me a look at him. <laughs> I want to see him. All right. Uh, they're just looking up nude pictures of some actor now. Oh, are right. there nude pictures? No, I don't think so. I would like nude pictures no, of No, I don't think Sangster. so. There would be. If there were, I would know. Okay. Good luck finding his glitteries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I bet that's Arthur enough. gets good hand jobs. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. We're going to move. That's it for the pop quiz section of the game. Why don't you give your panelists a hand? And we're going to meet your contestants. Do you guys want to get to know these people? Whoops. So we're going to start with the Golden Girls. God, i got to get my eyebrows done. <laughs> Oops. <the> Sorry. <laughs> I guess so. Four years ago, I had to get my eyebrows done. <laughs> All right, so uh, Melanie Darling is out of ideas, gullible, and looking to join a cult. In the meantime, she's watching all the docu-series on every streaming service. That is correct. <laughs> Melanie, I hear the hottest bar in town has just made a cocktail in your honor. Congratulations. What is it called? It is called the gifted child syndrome because it's, because it's real sweet, it's a good time, and then you realize it's been 20 years and you don't feel anything. <laughs> Congratulations all the same. All right, everyone give Melanie a hand. Moving on, Rachel Manson is a desperate wannabe goth who just wishes she could work at Spencer's Gifts and also interrogate Christopher Walken about the night Natalie Wood was killed. Nobody asked him. Nobody, Nobody asked him? He's on severance now. Christopher Walken's on severance. He was on the boat when Natalie Wood went over. I will not stop talking about it. Carry on. All right. Uh, uh, Rachel, in the event of a global apocalypse, what TV show would you reenact to teach younger generations about the before times? A shot at love with Tila Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a picture of our age. Thank you. You heard me. 
All right, show. everyone, show. give Rachel a hand. Aged Nothing wrong with that joke. Nothing. She's not a Nazi or nothing Absolutely anymore. Absolutely not. You look her up, she's doing just fine. <laughs> All right, and last on the Golden Girls, James O'Hara is only here tonight because he thought this was a Weezer-themed reality dating show. <laughs> it's not! <laughs> but he'll try to make the best of it anyway. Fuck! Mad <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, what a touching moment. A little bit of love. That was like season That's nine. New one. That's their new that one. It came That's out today. It came out today. Like yesterday. You're welcome. Wow. All right, James. This yeah. is starting to unravel. What, what would a Weezer-themed reality dating show actually be like? I mean, I'm pissed because I like had all my blind date questions ready. <laughs> like, what You is, can use these. What is, what, what is the quickest and easiest way to destroy a sweater? If you were stranded on an island in the sun, hip hip, what three books would you bring? <laughs> and what would you do if there were homies dissing your girl? Like, you know. <laughs> this would kill if Weezer was in the back of the room. It would yeah. kill! If Rivers Cuomo was here, I would make Dead. so much money. If he was at all my shows. Oh my god. James, yeah. do you have your 12-sided die? Do you have the Dungeon Master's Guide? 20-sided die, but you're, you're eight off. That's close. There, there are times when you use a 12-sided die in D&D. Yeah. All right, uh, like when you're... 20 if you're rolling for, like... Initiative. <laughs> I could be wrong. We want to... Make a charm roll. But if you're attacking with a greatsword and rolling for damage, it's 1d12. So there you go. Oh, could All right. All right, we're going to move on right now <laughs> to the Mad Men. No more Weezer. No, no more Weezer. No more Weezer. No, I know you have more. James you know they will have, have a album. Yeah, James will have a whole album of Weezer material if anyone is interested. I'm recording it in June. All right. <laughs> to introducing the Mad Men, uh, George Rivard <laughs> is what you'd get if the Boondocks became a person who was then raised in Letterkenny, north of 60 degrees, by Monty Python's Flying Circus. <laughs> George, what is your favorite Star Trek series and why? Uh, it's going to have to be Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, uh, this explains the bacula. Yeah, the bacula. And also I like that they've just met the Vulcans and they can't go too far in warp so it really makes it more of a, a challenging story and they still have to have the the Enterprise is still more of a research vessel that is often outgunned by Klingon warships uh -huh. Dan you can honk the horn yeah. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I, what a I, I was just I was just going to add that and there's a hot model on it I think Enterprise is underrated. Like, I like that they don't have the universal translator yet, so they have a linguist. Anyway. Yeah, it's really quite good. Moving on. <laughs> Give George a hand, everyone. in my Weezer Can we all ask him where the clitoris is? Is it on the Enterprise? All right, all right, all right. Uh, Sam Norton originated the recipe with Miss Vicky at their potato farm in New Lowell, Ontario. The chips saw their debut at the 14th annual Alston Potato Festival in 1987, quickly caught on among festival attendees, and completely sold out. <laughs> Sam, how dare you? It's <laughs> uh, <this is> fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam Norton, everyone. <laughs> and last on the Mad Men. Mark Hallworth is said to have put the happy in Happy Titus B. 
cute. And was described by TV Guide as what you would probably get of Bender from Futurama, Hurley from Lost, and anyone in any Ken Burns documentary had a baby. Ah. Ah. Right? You see it? Your ass is quite shiny, I must say. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Mark, the producers have informed me that you are desperately poor. What is the strangest place you've ever stolen money from? Uh, this is not a joke. This is completely true. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was like 16, Market Mall in Calgary, huh? Fellow hey. Calgarian. Uh, my buddy and I used to routinely steal money from the wishing well. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, You're it, stealing dreams. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and wishes and stuff. And I think eventually that money's supposed to go to charity or something. Oh we my were digging it. And nothing, oh man, you gotta see the face of a guy at McDonald's who's getting paid in wet quarters. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, thank you. Do you wow. know there's actually a wives' tale about what happens when you steal from a wishing well? Oh, your wow. dreams come true? <laughs> no, you stay poor forever, so congratulations. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And now you're on this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Which uh, also doesn't pay. Okay. You showed that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That has been the Mad Men. Give them a hand. We're going to move on to the next section of the game, which is called What the Hell is This? In What the Hell is This, we show our panelists a series of weird and wonderful images, and we ask them the eternal question, What the Hell is This? All right. Are you guys ready for your first weird and wonderful image? Yes. All right. Panelists, what the hell is this? That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, that is the only way I can come. <laughs> Ooh. What is the clitoris? <laughs> oh, what a solid answer. That's not going to get old. <laughs> uh, that's me going to Euphoria High. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the eye glitter is a little, is a little Euphoria. Yeah. Where's Zendaya? <laughs> Is this through a window? Is it through a window? Because I think you call that a peeping Tamara. All right. Coin it. Coin the term. Oh my god. I don't, this is just asking. Is there such thing as like being racist towards clowns? I <laughs> yes. This is like clown face. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. no. <laughs> what is insane clown posse? <laughs> nice. Good. Yes. Good. Anyone else have any anything to contribute? No, I, I like that. I yes. don't know, some pink bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that the makeup is just slightly askew. Like like it's been kissed off no, somehow? Not. Just slightly. <laughs> Just slightly. Oh my god. Alright. So <laughs> Alright, yes. This is me after I go down on my wife during oh, the period. No. Oh no. Oh, too far on that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh my god. I said my wife. That's not where you're supposed to put lipstick. Alright. Uh, so in case anyone was wondering, this is actually Jimbo from Canada's yeah. Drag Race on the eve of her elimination. Apparently she did not win even with a look like that. With that? With that. Who would have? Who, who won? Have, I have no idea. I've never seen Canada's Drag Race. Uh, someone else. Someone else, apparently. Someone else also in clown makeup, probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the next image. Panelists, what the hell is this? Oh my God. <laughs> the last show I did. 
<laughs> George. I think that's one of our RCMP at Ferry Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why when you do a wellness check, you call a social worker, <laughs> not a horse cop. <laughs> This is me after I go down on Sam's wife. (laughs) 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 Good job. Are you the guy or the horse? (laughs) 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 Some woman sitting on the couch. Yeah, he's he's Carmela Soprano sitting there. Oops, uh, gave it away. Uh, He's Carmela sitting there on the the couch with her help. Yes, congratulations. (laughs) It is. It is The Sopranos. Oh, this yeah. is uh, from it. the episode The Test Dream in season five. Yes. And that horse is Pi Oh My. That horse is Pi Oh My. Huh. Yeah. Is that another What's Star that? Trek thing? What's that? <laughs> what, what, that is what, the horse. What is that? That's the name of the horse. You know the name of the horse? That's unbelievable. All right. Check it out. This is a good audio bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's video. There's video. There's video. They're taping us. Oh, you tell us there's video. We're Hey. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to the next image. Panelists, can you tell me what the hell is this? No. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I don't want to tell you yeah. what that is. This is why I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> this is a fucking crazy LSD trip. <laughs> Uh, yes, some pink bitch. <laughs> Stop. That's as, that's as close as we're going to get, maybe. Oh, my God. The clitoris and her friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh Which one? <laughs> I think all of them. All but... of them. No, it's a little one. It's, it's a little, little one on the right. It's a little one. So you can never find it. So she, you need, obviously, you need a She's tiny tricycle to find it. She's hiding. <laughs> This is so upsetting. <laughs> I, like, no, I hate this. This is somehow scarier than the clown one. It yeah, is a definitely. A million percent. <laughs> it is definitely. Oh. A Toronto wedding. <laughs> <laughs> is that a no? <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's, yeah, no. It's not. Cool. Anyone else? Okay. I will tell you what it is. Uh, this is a British children's television show called In the Night Garden, oh. uh, created by the same creator as Teletubbies. Yeah, I if wish you, it was just called In the Night. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is worse right? knowing the name. And it's yeah. worse. It's also somehow worse that it's during the day. Yeah. It's also worse knowing they're British. Um, <laughs> it's also worse knowing that my three-year-old will watch this tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like In the Night Garden definitely sounds like an off-brand Twilight Zone, but apparently yeah, that's yeah. not what this is. In case you want to be additionally disturbed, here is behind Absolutely. the scenes. Ah! They're so big! What the fuck? They are very big. That PA wants to end her life. (laughs) She quit. Well, now I'm aroused. All right. (laughs) All right. Help, I'm stuck in the dryer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to the next image. Panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? Rachel. Uh, that's a conservative trying to win an argument by bringing Hitler into the mix. <laughs> this is just open mic comedy in the West End. Yeah. Aaron O'Toole. Oh, sorry, sorry. Aaron O'Toole and his wife? This was a sitcom that never took off called Mein Comfy Couch. Good job, good job. 
That's almost better. That's almost as good as the actual title. Anyone else? No, not after oh, that. Oh, not after that. Are you no, Wait. not after that. Okay. Is that Taika Waititi? Uh, it, is it is not, but it could be. Uh, it looks like the yeah. movie. It does look like yeah. the movie. Uh, so this is a uh, British sitcom, again, uh, from 1990, entitled Heil Honey, I'm Home. Oh, no, it's not. No. It is. Is that it real? Was, yes, it is a real show. It was canceled after one episode. And That's a real-life springtime for Hitler. Oh and called by critics perhaps the most tasteless sitcom ever made. Wow. So, wow. Was it funny? Sorry, where can I watch <laughs> that? Yeah, I need to see every I don't episode. know if there... Can we watch the rest... Of, can we just watch Tonight? that episode right now instead yeah. of the rest of the show? <laughs> we can watch yeah. it after the show. It's St. Patty's. You guys don't have anywhere to be, right? Uh, I, don't, I don't... It's weird that she's baking, right? <laughs> yeah, so it was a satire... <laughs> Oh my God! So I didn't do what they did. Fuck them! <laughs> Just say it. The show is a bit of a satire of '50s sitcoms, and so the the twist is that it's a '50s housewife, but the husband is Hitler, it's a monster. and they don't get along with their Jewish neighbors. I'm not oh kidding. That is the plot of the show. <laughs> All right. I'm right here. <laughs> so, yes. but was it funny? Yeah, that is. Uh, but was I have never funny? seen it, but I doubt it. I don't think All right. so. Uh, yeah, eight, ep- eight episodes produced, canceled after one. Uh, so uh, let's move on to the next image. Uh, panelists, I ask you, what the hell is this? Now that's the only other way I can come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. I love it. William Shatner. Yes. Hey. Hey. We had to fulfill our Canadian content requirements for the show. That's a fucking nerd. That is also... Well, Kirk is... I guess Kirk is also... He's a, a fucking nerd. Yeah, he's a fucking nerd. Who's the guy in the foreground, though? I was just about to... I'm literally moving... Yeah, that's, that's Captain he's, Kirk he's, down he's there. Leonard Nimoy. Oh. <laughs> that's that's Leonard Nimoy down there. He's delivering the pizza. <laughs> I've seen this one. Where is, <laughs> where is the pizza? That's my boyfriend looking for the clit. <laughs> <laughs> Your clit looks like a dick. <laughs> I was pointing to William Shatner and then at the last minute thought it would be funnier to pick him. <laughs> All right, anyone? Okay, so uh, this is, of course, from the original Star Trek. That is Captain Kirk there. This is from the episode entitled, What Are Little Girls Made Of? Oh! oh. I have no that idea why no. that means. No, it isn't. No, it it's is. Don't say that. It is. You don't know the context of his huge dick? Yeah, I what do, about that? I, he's going to use it to club that alien. What about his paper mache it's a, dick? It's supposed, <laughs> to be, it's supposed to be a stalactite from the cave. But it's but, simply uh, not. Props <laughs> thought, I guess it would be funny. Now, yeah. is it coming from the ground? That would make it a stalagmite. Well, I, one, was it I did not see the scene. George so may actually be the nerdiest right. person here. <laughs> Understanding this picture now somehow makes me more comfortable with the Hitler thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. We're going to move on to our last weird and wonderful image. So I ask you one final time, panelists, what the hell is this? George. It is ape face, and we find it offensive. (laughs) And the fact that it's up here, (laughs) we'll be marching in the streets. (laughs) There's so much going on. There's a lot going on. I don't know, but it's 2 p.m. in Macostra. <laughs> There's a clock up here. There yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, see, I was having a nice time. Then you got political. <laughs> Wait. It's mmm, squish. <laughs> it's, it's. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, I'm good. 
Is this the last known photo of uh, Rob Ford? <laughs> <laughs> which one? <laughs> which, yeah, which, which one? one? <laughs> is it Jungle Update? Jungle Update? Oh. What's that? Oh. Oh. That's clever. Yeah. Does anybody know what that says? In, in like... It says Ahipa. <laughs> Proxima. <laughs> Uh, Fucking here, read here for the <laughs> like here for the next one. I think it's uh, it is Spanish. That's a clue. Oh oh, I was gonna say, is it a British television show? It is not a British television show uh, because they don't know how to speak any other languages. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like the next scene in that in the garden darkness. No, <laughs> in the garden of darkness. In the garden darkness. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's so funny. So I will tell you guys, this is a uh, Mexican satirical news program called Mi Corte Informativo that aired from 2009 to 2012. What does that mean? And uh, uh, I don't know if Mi Corte is a word or not. I should have looked that up, but the other one means informative. There you go. Okay. Uh, so right. the idea is that the, uh, the, the newscasters are apes from a planet of the apes-like planet, and they are trying to understand like humanity and human news events. Wait, I thought the planet of the apes was Earth. I thought that was the, <laughs> I thought that was the whole thing. They, oh, they oh. I guess, didn't see the planet of the apes. Okay, I don't know. got it. This right. reminds me of the Star Wars special where it's all the Ewoks just going like, <laughs> All right, Bye. so... Was it funny? <laughs> uh, I couldn't tell you. Was it Hail Honey, I'm Home funny? <laughs> That's the question. Probably. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. Yeah. That has been it for uh, for What the Hell Is This? We're going to move on to the next section of the game, which is another pop quiz. The category is Not Ready for Primetime. Original SNL cast members Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi had what in their shared office at 30 Rock? Fucking good times. <laughs> Which in those days is what you called cocaine. Yes. Dynamite. Speaking of good times, which is also what they called cocaine. <laughs> they had one of those tiny fridges. <laughs> Haven't you always wanted one of those? Yes. It's like being in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> they had sex. Hey. Okay. You guys are the golden girls. Golden. Fuck! But it's not as fun to say. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they did have sex. Little known fact: what they called their meat sword fights actually inspired the Samurai Deli sketch. So that's uh, meat sword fights. They probably had like some desks and like a door <laughs> and like probably like a waste paper basket full of old sketches. And they probably had some pens and yeah. some pencils and uh, maybe a rug. Maybe a rug, some some props, some old props that they used. Or is any of this right? I want points. Uh, three points for accuracy. Yeah. Sam. Uh, window blinds. Uh, <laughs> pit, pit, like pencils, erasers, uh, pin caps. I bet they would have pin caps. Do they have there? window blinds but no windows? I'm still answering. Please see the floor. <laughs> Do I also get three points? You get uh, four points. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you gave him 2,000 points earlier, yeah. and then you gave him an extra point on my joke? So, yes. Okay, just checking. This yeah. is not a joke. This yeah. is a serious game show, and I would appreciate if you would respect the yeah. craft. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Is it the clitoris? Did they have the clitoris (laughs) in their office? 2,500 points. All right. Bullshit! Mad men! Mad men! Mad men! All right. So the real answer is, in fact, bunk beds. They had bunk beds in their office. That's nice. Yeah. And just considering this was SNL in the 70s, it's amazing that there are not, like, stories about that. Um, Or maybe there are. Oh, there definitely are. Okay. Belushi was definitely on bottom. <laughs> Belushi was a bottom in every sense of the word. <laughs> all right, well, moving dead, on. So he's six foot bottom. Oh. oh, all right, moving on to Too the next. Too soon. <laughs> to the next just question. He just died. <laughs> the category is SCTV. According to interviews with creator Dan Levy, what served as the primary inspiration for Shit's Creek? George. You had to move back from L.A. for six years to meet a lifetime of CanCon requirements. <laughs> Sorry, is that okay. show not a documentary about rural Ontario? It is not. Oh. It is somehow oh. apparently scripted. Okay. Weird. I thought it was set in my hometown. <laughs> I think he just wanted us to have to say the S-H word, even if we're nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Amazing. Sorry, what is the SH word? <laughs> Shoe hockey. <laughs> they should have called it Craps Creek. Sorry. Sorry, we were What are they doing? I don't know. That's 2,500 points went to their head, man. We're having fun. No fun allowed on this show. All right, anyone else? Anyone else have a serious answer? All right, well, in that case, uh, the real answer is nepotism. His dad was on SCTV. Uh, but the actual answer is uh, the actress Kim Basinger uh, purchased a town in Georgia in 1989, and that was the inspiration for the town that the Roses had purchased, the town that the Roses had purchased in this show. All right, so moving on to the next question. The category is Soggy Bottom. Yeah! yeah About time. This is something we can all agree on. <laughs> <laughs> what is the prize for winning the Great British Bake Off? Uh, you Mark. advance to the Greater British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you go to that nighttime of terror show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one more level of greatness and then into the dimension yeah. of terror. <laughs> and then Horror. Horror. <laughs> That's the name of that show, uh. Horror Garden. Yeah, right. <laughs> Melanie? Um, it's like in football with the Gatorade, but you dunk your whole head in the cake. It's a, <laughs> it's a great day. Everybody laughs. It's a good time. That sounds nice. It. it sounds like the end of a 30s comedy routine, actually. <laughs> That's most of my comedy. <laughs> Lesson on how to cook without boiling fucking everything. (laughs) I think that's what Nigella Lawson was for. All right, nobody knows. What? (laughs) She's a a British TV cook. All right. Is that like a Star Trek name or something? No. (laughs) It does sound like a Star Trek name, though, doesn't it? Nigella Lawson from the Planet Arugula. Arugula 5. Yeah. Yeah, the 5 saves. Yeah, you need the 5. All right. I'll edit it to make sure that it's a regular Yeah, make sure the five's in there. (laughs) Man, you really have the sweet deal because you're the editor. Yeah, it's true. You just give all yourself the good jokes. That's that's exactly (laughs) right. All right. (laughs) 
Uh, anyone else? He has said clitoris at once. <laughs> nice. I will as soon as I find it. That's okay. Uh, so the uh, correct answer is uh, pretty much nothing. Apparently, uh, you get uh, flowers and a cake stand, which kind of sucks. A keg stand? A cake stand. Keg stand would uh, <laughs> be way fucking bad. Yeah, no, a keg stand is what you win for the great Irish bake-off. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day! Yeah. Oh, damn, I said I was only going to do one St. Patrick's Day reference. I believe you also get to go to sleep knowing that Britannia will once again rule the waves. <laughs> Did you know that they renamed it in America the Great British Baking Show because bake-off, I guess, is too complicated? <laughs> All right, so that was wow. just a little well, bit of America, uh, Bake Off means something completely different. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next question, the category is all in the game. On the set of HBO's The Wire, Andre Royo was so convincing in his role as Bubbles that people really thought he was perfect. what? Perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> perfect. Getting blown. <laughs> he, he did seem like he was so ashamed he did seem like he was going to pop yes Ooh. an amazing three piece dining set <laughs> uh, people thought he was a good actor <laughs> tell me that's not correct no another three points for truth Oh, man. I'm banking. Congratulations, all James. Guys. Call me Steph Curry because I'm sinking three pointers all <laughs> day long. Anyone else? Is this not the same bubbles from the trailer park? The... <laughs> no. No. I had no, never made that bubbles. connection. Not. It's a different bubble. Bubbles. Roll his bubbles. He thought he was living in a trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the correct answer is uh, everyone thought that he was a real junkie wandering around the set looking for a fix. So uh, I guess he was uh, very convincing. It helped. Was he not? He was incredible. Do we know he wasn't? No, he just, yeah, he, that's how he prepared for the part. It was real method. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. It's no wonder I had such a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question. The category is fairly odd. In one popular Nickelodeon cartoon, what does 10-year-old Timmy Turner get to help overcome the hardships in his life? Rachel. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Third St. Patrick's Day reference. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Uh, Mark? He gets a Timmy Time Turner Harry Potter reference, anyone? Uh, yeah, the crowd goes wild. No one on this stage has ever had sex. <laughs> <laughs> that is also a running theme of this show. Yeah. <laughs> Sam? Timmy Turner uh, finally overcame the hardship to finally leave Ike Turner. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Some bitches. <laughs> well, if he's like me at that age, he developed a dissociative disorder. <laughs> he's a comedian now. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's not doing well. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron's deformed, right? What? No. What? <laughs> Yeah, he's, oh, the head? Sam, yeah. you can think of something before you ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> he's got a head, like, from the movie Mask. All right, we're gonna... <laughs> That's Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. yeah, it's a different show. That's All right, Jimmy That's Turner. enough. That's enough of that. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I can uh, sleep on that. The real answer is that he gets uh, fairy godparents. 
Aww. Fairy godparents. Oh, oh, surprisingly, surprisingly sweet. Yes. I got adopted parents. That's... <laughs> and look what happened to you. <laughs> Congratulations. He escaped Ike Turner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> to the next question, the category is my favorite husband. That's me. Aww. Desi Arnaz is widely but falsely credited with coming up with what concept for the production of I Love Lucy? Straining. <laughs> just regular splainin'. Before there was mansplainin', there was just, just splainin'. Lawsay! Uh, redheads. Uh, that is true. Lucille Ball was Never the first before. redhead on television, as far as anyone what? can tell. Yeah. Oh my god. Was it black and white? It was black and white. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the joke. Yeah, it was segregated. But you know. (laughs) You know. Yeah, you know. For sure. Uh, He didn't love Lucy, but he, in fact, hated Chris Rock. (laughs) As everyone does. It's another show. It is another show. George. Sleeping in different beds to keep their marriage alive. Yeah. It does increase the mystery, doesn't it? My parents do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, your parents fuck. <laughs> your parents are Puerto Rican. <laughs> he is. Uh, he is Cuban. Yeah, he's Cuban. Uh, we don't talk about communism. Uh, this was before. Cuba I'm American. Was lived in the states. All right. Anyone else there? <laughs> we don't talk about communism. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call it there. Topical. All right, I'm going to call it there. Uh, so the real answer is uh, he invented the pernicious myth that you can be friends with your landlord, as they are with their upstairs neighbors, the Mertzes. Uh, but also, uh, he's credited with creating uh, the multi-camera format, where a show is shot with multiple cameras at once and then edited. Uh, and it is not true. There is evidence that Falsely. that existed years Uh-oh. before, including on another CBS show, Amos and Andy. Fucking damn. It sounds like typical white man shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing uh, three cameras on some amateur porn. Okay, guys, it's time for your last question. I wish you guys would take this seriously. <laughs> James is here trying to give truthful guys, answers, James and you guys are just being comedians. It's terrible. All right. The category is as seen on TV. Question is, the first standalone commercial ever broadcast on television aired for 20 seconds in 1941. What was it for? Oh, hell, 1941. Mark. Uh, Anti-Nazi cream. (laughs) (laughs) Apply directly to the foreskin. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Tarboro, the healthy cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Kid tested, doctor approved. That's, uh... Ladies wannabe, just like the perfect housewives on TV, introducing the anaconda. A girl so tight you'll forget all the other ways your life is constricted. Thank you, Dan. That's just for Dan? That's just for Dan. That is just for me. It was immediately followed by an ad for taking three Valiums in the basement. Times were not good. Times were not good. Anyone else? Ad block. Ad block. (laughs) Sam? Some pink bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking knew it. I fucking knew you were going to say that. Oh, I love it. All right. Call back. 
that's enough of that. All right, thank you. Uh, so the uh, real answer is a clock. It was for a clock. Huh. huh. God, what a yeah. goddamn shame, huh? Yeah. Wow. It was about time. Ah. Uh, wow. <laughs> this works right. out well. James had to pee. <laughs> I had to pee so bad. <laughs> that concludes the second pop quiz. We're going to move on to the next section of the game, which is called Not Bloody Likely. In Not Bloody Likely, we provide a series of interesting, unusual, or unexpected scenarios, and uh, our comedians act out a little bit of uh, what might happen in those scenarios. All right, here is our first unlikely situation. Soap opera twists we really didn't see coming. Uh, so how would this work? Okay, so the sun rises in the west and sets it in the east this week on As the World Turns. Oh. Y'all. That's, oh. That's great. That's really this week, Natalie's father is also her dental hygienist. Plot twist, it gets good. <laughs> it makes your mom horny. <laughs> What kind of soap operas are these? You're not watching enough. I guess not. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on they to the next one. Soap. They sing about soap. They sing about oh, soap. About... Thank you. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one. Unaired Canada Heritage Minutes. Oh, one time I thought I saw Burton Cummings at a party, but <laughs> it wasn't him, but I said hi. <laughs> Here we have this video of famous Toronto Mayor Rob Ford smoking crack and speaking patois. <laughs> wow, a radio. This thing's great. And maybe one day I'll be on it. Me, Gian Gameshi. <laughs> they were the first black downhill skiers. It was 2007. <laughs> All right, anyone else? We'll call it there. Thank you very much. Moving on to the next one. Reality shows too wholesome for TV. You're watching Heaven's Kitchen. You're all doing really well. <laughs> we return to a new episode of Iron Age Dad. It's just the dad in the Iron Age. <laughs> Welcome to getting to know one another for an adequate amount of time before getting married. <laughs> Survivor. Guelph. <laughs> Rob Deirdrick's Fantasy Factory. But they have helmets. <laughs> the real housewives of a pretty nice neighborhood in Edmonton. <laughs> All right, we're going to call it there. Thank you very much. Moving on to the next one. Failed Love is Blind cast auditions. I'm sorry, I'm deaf. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry, I'm blind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to help. <laughs> My name is Nelson Mandela. I am the 
after I divorced Winnie, I came onto this show. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Mandela died in prison. What are you talking about? <laughs> Depending on the Mandela. <laughs> yeah. I was the star of a British comedy show called Heil Hitler. <laughs> Hail, honey, I'm home. <laughs> Get it right. That's another one. Yeah. Hi, my name is Jessica. My favorite hobby is going to therapy. <laughs> it's me, some pink bitch. <laughs> All right, that's, that's good. We're going to move on. Rejected TV theme songs. It's a big time in Ontario. We just watch the way things go. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody likes to be married. It's the same jokes from the last twenty years. Network. Um, I wonder if people know this show. Uh, our parents are dead and we're still alive. Our parents are dead. It's party of five. You know that show? Right? Good job. We gonna br- turn it on. We gonna bring you the power. One of us is a convicted sex offender. Other one dated his daughter. We gonna turn it on. We gonna bring you the power, the electric company. <laughs> All right, I, I think we're gonna. That's that's good. Thank you. All right, we're gonna move on to our last unlikely scenario: uh, unlikely public service announcements. <laughs> Don't eat the Jello pudding pop. Oh, no. Oh no. Why, hello. I'm Barack Hussein Obama. I believe. That uh, I'm at the. I'm here to say that I will be the last black president <laughs> that there ever was, because uh, we tortured some folks. All right, I get it. You want to do shrooms at the aquarium? Fine. <laughs> But you gotta do it during the week, right when they open, before it fills with awful and terrifying children, and they're even worse parents. Trust me. Uh, hey, everybody, sing along. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Cause it might just be a dick. No, <laughs> what is this I found in your room? A puppet? I learned it from you, Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Very inside. (laughs) His mom's a puppeteer. (laughs) (laughs) You watch people with that one. (laughs) At the the, uh, apex of uh, an intersection of the labia minora and labia majora, (laughs) you will find... The butthole? I don't know how female one <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. All right. We're going to move on to the next section of the game, which is Debate Club. In Debate Club, comics from opposing teams take on uh, important issues of the day and debate them for your pleasure, and you get to decide who wins. All right. So on our first debate, uh, debating the question, uh, be it resolved, television makes people smarter. We have Rachel Manson and Sam Norton. Oh, shit. Rachel. Mm. 
Arguing for the proposition, you have one minute, starting now. Magic school bus. Done. End. Finished. Everything you know, scientifically speaking, it's from Magic School Bus. You do not know a single fucking thing if it were not for Magic School Bus. I know basic math from Magic School Bus. I know things about my own organs. How fucking crazy is that? That in school, we are not taught ex- extensively and enough about our working bodies that they had to turn on a VHS tape of someone with a lizard shrinking down and going into our bloodstream. If you don't have Magic School Bus, you have no idea what's going on in there. It's just a mishmash of chaos and I'm a woman so it still is medically speaking but regardless magic school bus is your number one I know the ingredients for meth that's not from that's from breaking bad but I know that and I know um I'm just this is just gonna become things lists of things I know um I know how a bill becomes a law I don't (laughs) you know what Excellent call out. Right. I don't. All right. I don't. All right. All right. Oh. oh, well. You're out of time. Okay. <laughs> Arguing against the proposition, we have Sam Norton. Sam, uh, you have one minute starting now. All right. Everything she said was bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just you kind of proved my point saying I learned everything from Magic School Bus. I Like, I'm an idiot. And I also think I know stuff, but that's because you just equated science with magic. That's the problem. We're all fucking idiots going like, ah, your blood works because the fucking lizard was. Yeah, we. Well, none of us know anything. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dyslexic dick joke artist, and, and I have opinions about the the event horizon simply because some black dude in a vest did an ASMR documentary. That's not. That's not knowledge. That's all of us going. Like I'm smart, and then the world collapses, and we die in two weeks. That's why everything has happened. Uh, other than that, yeah, TV's great. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sam. <laughs> Rachel, you have thirty seconds to respond. Oh my God. Starting, <laughs> starting now. Now, I'm not a good living example of being smart from television, (laughs) nor am I a good living example of being smart from anything, because I don't retain information. I smoke a lot of pot, and the thing about that is it doesn't give you much memory retention. I don't remember basic human events, basic memories, or things I watch on television, but one thing I do know is I was hoping if I just kept talking, I would think <laughs> something would come to me that I learned from television. And you know what it is this, that, it, that some people are bisexual. Thank you, Tila Tequila, who is enough. All right, Sam, you have the last word. 30 seconds starting now. So now I'm anti-bisexual? I don't know how this, yeah, that's a great debate tactic. <laughs> hey, I'm losing. Now this guy's homophobic. Uh, Well, fine. If we're going to talk about what we learned from TV, uh, I uh, come from America, so uh, I guess I'm pro-Trump. I'm very racist and homophobic. So, uh, yeah, TV makes you smart. You see what... Hold on. No, give me 20 more seconds. Uh, Do you know the first... This is just a fact. Hold on. Give me a second. Do you know the first thing that was publicly broadcast over the entire planet uh, was a Hitler speech? Yeah. Was a viral... No, that was just an episode of Heil Hitler. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, that's it. Thank you very much. Okay, now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you <laughs> do you agree with do you do you agree with Rachel Manson that television makes people smarter? 
Or do you agree with Sam Norton that television makes people dumber, or whatever he said? All right, Rachel wins. That's one point for the Golden Girls. All right, time for our next debate, debating the topic. Be a resolved. Original Degrassi is better than Degrassi Next Generation. We have Melanie Darling and George Rivard. Melanie, you have one minute starting now. All right, so first of all, as a woman in my mid to late 30s, sequels and reboots, they are here to ruin my childhood. I maintain that. So original Degrassi is better. Let's start with music. Okay, theme songs. The original Degrassi, beautiful theme song, goes perfectly with the music of the time. Wake up in the morning, instant classic. Okay, the new theme song, it's wishy-washy at best. It's all over the map. They change it every season. It starts as a gospel song, which makes sense because this school needs Jesus. Okay. Okay. We also, okay, uh, let's keep talking about music. The original Degrassi gave us the Zit Remedy. It's a charming group of rap scallions. They're just a bunch of girl crazy boys starting a shitty rock band as God intended. <laughs> Second Degrassi gave us Drake. <laughs> who, despite the show being off the air for over a decade, is still chasing high school girls. <laughs> All right, thank you, Melanie. Arguing in favor of uh, Degrassi Next Generation. Well, yeah. we have George Rivard. 2001. George, you have one minute. 2001, September 11th. <laughs> <laughs> that day sucked for a lot of people. But you know what didn't suck? Was October the 14th, the first day of Degrassi Next Generation. One million views every year. Another half a million in the States, because it's, eh. <laughs> it's got a Gemini, a, a Director's Guild, a Teen Choice Award, and a Peabody, because they had a trans episode. If that ain't Canadian pandering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, it's the next one. If there wasn't a need for a next one, the worst one has to suck to have a next one. Like we have Snake. We get Joey Jeremiah in the school. Like, we just take all your stuff and make it better. <laughs> we also have Billy Ray Cyrus, Craig Kreelberger, the one that wanted, and also, what's his name from Jay and Silent Bob was in it. So, peace. All right, George Irvine. Jay or Good old Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy the savior of directing the next generation. Melanie, you have 30 seconds starting now. All right, all right. If the new one is so good, why did they have to hire so many actors from the original one? <laughs> That's the only reason people were watching. Also, I didn't watch the second one, but the first one dealt with all kinds of relatable issues, teen pregnancy, STDs, all kind of, all, all kind of stuff. When I looked up some synopsises of the new generation, a lot of them were dealing with being addicted to drinking champagne. <laughs> These kids literally have champagne problems. The end. <laughs> All right, thank you, Melanie. George, you have the last word starting now. Uh, the reason we're addicted to drinking champagne is because, in the words of Drake, who's on the show, working on the weekend like usual, <laughs> haven't done our taxes, we're too turned up, because we make money. This show makes money. It wasn't canceled like your show. It is the better show. It's gone on for 14 seasons. <laughs> 14. You know how old 14 is? Old enough for Drake. All right. Thank you, George. Now, you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Melanie Darling that original Degrassi is better? 
or with George Rivard that Next Generation really grew the beard. All right. Despite the Mad Men making most of their own noise, George still wins. So congratulations. That's a point for the Mad Men. All right. Now, on to our final debate. Debating the question, be it resolved, television made our childhoods better. We have Mark Holworth and James O'Hara. Mark, you have one minute. Yo, yo. Starting now. What's up, everybody? Obviously, it made our fucking childhoods way better, man. TV turned me into who I am, this lovable dude that I love, (laughs) for sure. Man, I look and sound like a cartoon because my parents were Bugs Bunny and Tweety, for sure. It also brings us together, man. (laughs) Like, I don't have to know anything about anybody, but I bet I can get a response out of somebody literally just by going, I hope people remember this, uh, people think I don't uh, wash my face or eat too many chocolate bars. <laughs> say, oh, no, really? Do be, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, yeah, remember, remember that? Oh, man, I don't, I don't know Melanie that well, but you know what I mean? Does anybody know that? Okay, Australians or whatever, because they can go like around the world or whatever, and you can go like, Aussie, 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 oi, 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 and they have to respond, oi, oi, oi. Do people know this? Yeah. When they, so they like travel and stuff, which I wish we had as Canadians, which would be dope if you can be like, poutine, and then a guy's like, Don Cherry, and you like fucking find each other, uh, which we don't really have, but you can fucking get a smile out of somebody just by going, is this the magic school bus? <laughs> right? You know what yeah. I mean? All right, wait. All right, thank you, Mark. All right. James? I don't have mine memorized. You have one minute starting now. I grew up in front of a TV. Was this a good thing? No. Of course not. I didn't have the best parents. And watching shows like Fresh Prince and That 70s Show and Dora the Explorer with them letting her run wild with a monkey, I saw good parents. And if it weren't for television, I would have no idea that my parents were shitty. <laughs> I'd live in ignorant bliss of my own mom and dad. I couldn't even spend one car ride without looking out the window, imagining I was being forced to move across the country and become a secret agent teenager. <laughs> I dealt... I can't even imagine what kids watching Euphoria are dealing with right now because I dealt with unrealistic beauty standards watching SpongeBob when Patrick put on fishnets. <laughs> I had an imagine. I didn't have an imaginary friends. I had an imaginary studio audience. I would talk to, <laughs> and my nightmares were haunted by a talking French pineapple. In conclusion, thank you. In conclusion, I watched TV and didn't read books, and now I'm a comedian. So do with that what you will. All right, thank you, James. Uh, Mark, you have 30 seconds to respond. Sure. Starting I also, uh, didn't have right friends. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was raised by my brothers, and another fucking dope-ass thing that uh, made my childhood great is that it actually uh, made it so that you were, like, better with timing and stuff. So you, it, it taught you, like, patience and stuff. They talk about how the success, the key to success is being in the right place at the right time. Well, we would watch, like, Showcase, and then you might be able to see a fucking boob, right? Does anybody, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you might have to watch, like, a two-hour Italian thing that you don't understand, and it was all worth it when you fucking saw that perfect bare ass at the end of it. Woo! All right. James, you have 30 seconds. Personally, I consider that a negative because I grew up thinking you couldn't see tits unless you heard French, which is a problem. Uh, honestly, I, I like Mark's point of that, uh, sure, you know, we, we didn't have great parents growing up, but ideally in a perfect world, I wouldn't 
have to see Good Parents on television. That's, that's, that's all it is. I want more That 70s Show. I want more of Red Foreman beating his son. That's what I want on my okay. television. All right. Thank you, James. All right. And now you, the audience, get to decide. Do you agree with Mark Hallworth that television made our childhoods better and sometimes we also get to see a butt? Not enough dick, though. Or James O'Hara, that uh, childhoods did not make our... No, child, television did not make our childhoods better. Childhood did not make our childhoods better. And we better. don't see enough dick, apparently. All right. I think that goes to Mark. So congratulations. Congratulations, Madman. And now we've come to the end of the game, so now you, the audience, to decide which team takes it home overall, the prize, which is apparently that paper airplane. Uh, <laughs> did you guys like the Golden Girls? Yes. Or did you like the self-chanting of the madmen? Mad men, mad men, mad men, mad men. Hey, it's not fair. Our mic's up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it still sounded like the madmen took it. So congratulations, madmen. You win the game and the people's ovation and fame forever. All right. So that's been our episode, Boob Tube. Uh, I've been Dan Dunley. Uh, the Golden Girls have been Melanie Darling, Rachel Manson, James O'Hara. The Mad Men have been George Rivard, Sam Norton, and Mark Hallworth. I'd like everyone to please thank Ada Nicole, who did some writing for the show. The next episode is Looney Tunes. It will be an all-animation theme. It'll be right here at the Social Capital, April 25th at 9.30 p.m. Follow our Patreon. You can get uh, all kinds of perks like live recordings of the show and free tickets. And follow us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is all andascotchegg. And our website is andascotchegg.com. So thank you, everyone, and good night, and have a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah.